edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. I am your host on this episode. We have comedian and former porn star Aliyah Janine joins me again. Uh, this is a fun episode. You might remember her from one of the first episodes we did back episode 43, I believe, or 49. Um, super fun to catch up again with Aaliyah. Uh She's amazing. Uh, we we had a fun episode. You uh, you will enjoy this episode. She in in enlightens us all about things that everyone should know. One of my dear friends. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the website Paul F Comedy. Check out my other podcast, Make Us a Mixtape with Mario DeRosa. And if you're listening to this, go uh, watch it live. If you want to watch it on Zoom, uh, my YouTube page is youtube.com backslash Paul F Comedy. And uh, my website, Paul F. Comedy, has my upcoming dates. I do have dates, live, real shows, as well as Zoom shows that are on there. Um, so please check them out. If you haven't already, subscribe, review, tell your friends, message me on what you think we should be covering on these episodes. Or if you have guests you want me to have on, glad to do it, glad to consider it, glad to hear from you. And most importantly, please, 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 please check out our sponsors. Listen, you know I'm a lawyer. I talk about it often, but when I have legal questions or I have legal issues that I'm facing, I go to my friend, Scott Shapiro. So if you've been injured on the job, um, a need compensation, you might be entitled to money that you don't even know about. And that holds true for workers' compensation, personal injury, all that stuff. Um, my friend Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers and doing entertainment law for almost 20 years now. You need to contact him, 312-648-8800, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He is legitimately one of the best people and best lawyers I know. Um, if you call him, you tell him Singles Only sent you or I sent you, it's a free consultation. Granted, it's a free consultation anyway, probably, but boom. Just throw my name so I can uh, stay in business here. Um, he is a full-service law firm. In addition to workers' compensation cases, work injuries, he handles litigation. He handles all your legal needs for entertainment law. So those of you who are entertainers out there have legal questions. He's your guy. Again, free consultation. Don't take a chance and not get a lawyer. 312-648-8800 or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. Listen, I told you I had a special treat for listeners, loyal listeners of the show, Singles Only. And here it is. You heard me talk about the book Perfect Pain, which is a memoir by my friend Param Parastron. It's an awesome book about his journey, his life journey of how he had this perfect life on paper, family, successful career, money, everything, but he had an underlying pain that he didn't address. And this book addresses that. It addresses his life in an amazing way. He had such a cool life, um, and he had some personal demons that he struggled with, and through therapy... He conquers that. It's a great book. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. Read it, perfectpain.com. But here's what I'm going to do. I talked to the author, Param Parastron, and he is going to let me give away a book every week. Here's what you have to do to get a free book. Subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. 
once you've given us a review, five-star review, um, message me and tell me you did it, and I'm going to send you the book. Once, one a week, we're going to do this until we run out of books. I've got 22 to give away, it sounds like. So perfectpain.com if you want to buy the book, available on Amazon and available in auto audiobook too. But if you are a listener of this podcast, all you got to do is review this podcast and then message me and say, hey, I reviewed it. Or if there's a way to contact you, I'll figure it out. Um, and you're going to get a book sent to you. You don't even have to leave your house. You're going to get a free book. Once a week, I'm doing this for the book Perfect Pain by Param Parastron. It's a great book. I want everyone to read it. I want to make this a bestseller and get the, the far of our bump, the singles only bump. So buy it today or give us a review and get your free copy. And when you like it, don't lend it to other people. Make them buy it too because it supports this author and this journey. Perfect pain, parm, parastrong. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. We have no voice of reason uh, on this episode because we're doing it Zoom-wise, and that's just the way it goes. We have uh, a return of a favorite human being of mine, Hilarious. You might have remembered her from our first video of Singles Only, episode 47, uh, former porn star, comedian, Aaliyah Janine. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, just living the quarantine life here. Uh, same, same. <laughs> so how, uh, so you're still single. Uh, well, I'm single now. Yes, correct. Right. Okay. So since we last talked to you, obviously had some uh, sort of relationships, it sounds like, between the three years. Yeah, uh, I had one that lasted about a year. <laughs> is that a is that long for you? Uh, no, I mean I think like <laughs> I don't know what is long for me when it right. comes to relationships. Um, no, it was a little bit shorter. Normally, when I actually like like if I call someone my boyfriend, normally they're gonna be like it's a while, like because okay. I don't really date you know what I mean like so if I if they're able to break down all of those barriers so we're like oh you are now my boyfriend then um then yeah normally last a couple of years this one um did not and that you know that's okay wait so <laughs> the best trust me you said that they broke down some barriers how did what are the barriers to to get to that level like you're talking about oh. like a traditional I, monogamous relationship or, or well what? i have um i have a lot of avoidance attachment issues meaning um i like to just push people away also like i had just graduated school so i'm like oh i'm ready for a relationship now you know because i didn't really date anyone too seriously when i was in school because i knew that that could fuck it up basically and um you know i have a 4.0 and all that other stuff and i'm like Someone will fuck that up. <laughs> I start mm -hmm. um, no, I was just like, I was like, oh, I want a relationship. And this person also said that, um, that he wanted a relationship. And um, so we started dating. And, uh, and then unbeknownst to me, I realized um, that he was still technically in a relationship with somebody else. Or this person just assumed that they were in a relationship still with him. Um, which was very toxic. And then, because uh, I'm not 100%, like I'm monogamous, but I know that, um, that a lot of men aren't or a lot of men can't be. And, 
And I also have a sugar daddy. So I'd be like, no, you can't see other people. So like we had this deal where it's like, you know, if you're going to sleep with other people, that's fine. Just like keep it out of sight, out of mind. Like I don't want to right. hear about it. I don't want to see about it. Like on social media, uh, you know, no, like make sure that's nobody that we know, you know, no mutual friends or coworkers and stuff like that. And I thought that that was a pretty good deal. Absolutely. Um, unfortunately for this person, he went and tried to fuck everyone that we knew. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was, uh, it was real bad. And then by that time, I was already like, in love and like when i'm in love all of a sudden then i have the other attachment issue where i'm like well now you can't get rid of me i'm like a i'm like a beaten dog that's like oh you can still beat me but i'm like you love me in some way um yeah no what what that relationship taught me was that um that i still have some issues because normally it's like oh why did i end up with a piece of shit i haven't been with a piece of shit in years like even my ex in, in, when I lived in California, wasn't this big of a piece of shit. And I'm like, oh, it's because I'm a piece of shit. So. Well, why are you what, blaming yourself for that? I don't, I don't understand. Well, because we tend to, a lot of times people will tend to go, like are, are attracted to people that, um, that remind them of, of like their past like I had you know childhood trauma so a lot of times attachment issues obviously stem from from right. childhood and, and our childhood relationships with our parents and stuff like that so um so this person basically I was just like I was super attracted to him and he was very emotionally abusive not, not he wasn't physically abusive but I'm very used to being emotionally abused and I'm like oh this is normal this is quote-unquote love although it's not it's very unhealthy relationship. Sure, that's a toxic but, thing. But yeah, but unfortunately, well, I mean, fortunately now, like I see it, you know, I haven't, and I saw it years ago with, with like my last serious relationship. Um, and I made sure to, to not have those types of attachment issues and, and make sure like the last guy that I seriously dated, um, you know, was not emotionally abusive in that sense. Um, he was just, an asshole. He actually, all of my exes in the court during the quarantine have contacted me. Even the one. Of course, that's what we do. Oh my <laughs> God. It was insane. Well, you're by yourself and you're just start re reflecting on things you don't want to talk or you don't, I mean, people are, they keep themselves busy so they don't have to think about themselves, at least for me. Yeah. That's, I'm not used to having all this downtime. So you start going well, back and revisiting history. Well, yeah, no, I can see that. Like I'm used, like I like being alone. Like this was actually not that big of a deal for me. Like besides like being able to go up like stage time and then mm. like sex. So I finally found like a fuck buddy. So like that was taken care of. <laughs> stage time now is slowly like starting to come back. Like yeah. we're having rooftop shows and like parking lot shows and stuff like that. But um, yeah, like you still have to social distance. Like we're not out of the first wave of right. this pandemic. And the way we're going, we're never going to be out of it. Although New York, New York City is actually, we've been doing our due diligence. Like we have been kicking ass, staying in these tiny ass apartments mm -hmm. and the rest, the rest of the country could stay the fuck out of New York City. I'm saying bridges up until you fuckers get not necessarily Chicago. I know you We're guys are We're good too, it. actually. We're our Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like people in like larger cities because like we see more of it than people yeah. in, you know, the country. Yeah, they don't believe it's, I did shows in Tulsa about a month ago and they didn't yeah. believe, they didn't, they don't, they didn't do anything. They think it was fake. Like they think it's a, they don't know anyone who has COVID. So they just are like, ah, it's fake. But um, yeah, anyway. but I got to go back to some things you brought up. So 
Let's talk about okay. the sex guy again. Was he wasn't okay. a com- was he a comedian too or? Oh yeah, of course oh, he was. No, what are you doing? You know not to do that. Why are you being a comedian? That's well, the first rule of of. of comedy is not. Yeah. I know. Don't date a comedian. Well, that was another thing too. It's like, oh, I don't date comedians. I'm like. Right. And then, yeah, well, like I said, he broke, like, every boundary that I had set up. He's like, oh, you don't need that. And, like, because I liked him. I was like, you're yeah. right. I don't need these. Why do I have boundaries? That's stupid. And then I'm like, oh, I know exactly why I have fucking boundaries. <laughs> well, I mean, also, whatever attachment stuff you have going on, you got to remember that 90% of comedians also have their own shit going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Well, and that it was creates the that thing. toxicity that's just oh, not, it's just not yeah. a like, it's just yeah. certain things are good by themselves, but then when you combust them together, they're mm-hmm. toxic. So Oh, God. So bad. Well, no, he's, uh, his whole thing was that, like, he wanted me to help him because he's like, he has um, self-esteem issues and really doesn't like, I'm like, oh, I have a degree. I can literally help you with all of this. Like, look at, like, my past, like, clients of strippers and how many of those yeah. fuckers I had helped because normal, right. quote, unquote. I'm like, I can totally fix you. I love a challenge. So what and, was it that he did? I guess I'm questioning is you said that he was in another relationship that he With had, another comic too. With, it was another. Uh, okay, so, so the, you said that that person thought that they were still in a relationship together. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. had, when you confronted him with him, did he say, no, I'm not? Or did he just say- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With him, he was like, no, no, no. And, and everyone else who knew this person, because this uh, their relationship, quote unquote, has been on and off for like, five or six years like he literally had gotten someone pregnant while they were quote unquote dating so it's like he would literally be in full-on other relationships because when I first met him he was dating someone else I didn't even know about this girl until we actually started dating so that's how I first met him like and this was years ago and he was dating um like a comedy adjacent person not not a comedian and then, so it wasn't until a couple of years. So I've known him for a couple of years. That was another thing too, is that I knew him for a couple of years. So I wasn't just someone that I just met and right. like, just started. So like, I'm But you him met him through comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so- That's already bad. Okay. I know. So, um, <laughs> so, oh yeah. So he was like, no, I'm not still with her. She's crazy. Like, like literally saying like how insane she was, but he was also like, he was, um, I did find out that they were still sleeping together. And then like, he was trying to like sleep with all these other people that we knew. And I was just like, if you don't want to be with, that's fine. Then just say that. But right. it was, yeah, it was, um, it and was very cr- toxic. And you created some fair bound. Like you're like, Hey, just don't fuck people we know. And, yeah. You know, it's like sort of monogamous, just res- mutual respect, which is yeah. a good, healthy relation. I mean, guidelines are at least on paper it's a healthy relationship oh absolutely i'm like you do this and i do this and we'll be fine and honesty and communication i've always noticed too that like when guys like say certain things like um like his his trigger words for me were like we need trust and honesty and communication and those three things he did none of whatsoever trigger words (laughs) yeah so, I was but, just like, hmm, I think those are the things that we're going to have the hardest time with. Yeah. And he didn't, and you only, you were monogamous for the, other than your sugar daddy. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he knew I mean, about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, that's another reason why, like, I don't really get into serious relationships, especially because, like, I still want to go get my PhD and that's like another four or five years. So trying to start 
like a healthy relationship with somebody when I have that, um, it can be difficult depending on the person. Um, unfortunately, like a lot of the people that I like or would like to date, you know, are not cool with that. That's why like right. I end up dating comedians because they understand that it's just work and, you know, stuff like that. But crazy I know, I've been, yeah, I've been technically like, I re- like I haven't slept with that many comedians, but at the first comic I ever slept with, I was 19. So I was just like, it's like my dating pool. <laughs> Wait a minute. When you were 19, you were still in, you were still in. Porn. I was still in Wisconsin. No, oh, I, I before porn. Yeah. Way before porn. Okay, okay. Yeah. Before porn, before comedy, before I went to school to be a cop. 19, I was a so did, waitress bartender. In Wisconsin? In Milwaukee, yeah. Oh, and then, so then Bill Cosby, you saw Bill Cosby and you're like, hey. Uh, I was no. like, dude, <laughs> yeah. Older the better. So <laughs> as far as your sugar daddy, is this someone that you've had for, for years or is this like a new sugar daddy situation? Same sugar oh, daddy? It's going on nine years, yo. Wow. Yeah. It's a That's long amazing. time. Yeah. Yeah, I hit the sugar daddy lottery, I guess. I have no idea. I mean, okay. I like him. You know, I love him. I'm not necessarily in love with him. Right. But, um, it's a mutual helped. respect. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's great. Um, big fan. Uh, he's been quarantined. Quarantine, which is a good thing. I'm like, yeah, you can't die or I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you stay in there. Like, we've had, like, social distance visiting and, and stuff like that. Okay. like walks in the park kind of thing but yeah that's about that's about all we could do so so you're not gonna date comedians again right <laughs> i mean tell me you've learned your i mean i just don't understand like how you could still i mean you can fuck like- them but yeah uh, yeah, dating. I would love to not. I would love to not do anything with comedians besides work with them. But unfortunately, when those are the only people that you're around, yeah. Comedy adjacent. Up. You could do comedy adjacent. Yeah. Do, what about yeah, musicians? Couple, oh God, those are worse than fucking comedians, Paul. Why do you say that? I've already had my musician phase in the 20s, like a goddamn adult. Okay, but that's that's like <laughs> that was a different style of music and a different uh, lifestyle. <laughs> The musicians from that era are different than the musicians that are, you know, singer songwriters at like coffee shops or whatever. I don't know. I mean, the reason yeah. why I, I tell comedians to, to date musicians is because they understand the hustle. They understand like the creativity. Yeah. They have similar hours. And then like you don't artists. To, yeah, artists or some sort of non-stand-up related. <laughs> you just can't do that. They never work. I mean... Sure, I mean, there's, like, there's, yeah, there's a bunch of like comedy couples that actually yeah, um, work out really well. Like that's never, that's like not a goal. Be like, I need to find a comedy partner. No, that's not, <laughs> um, that is not it. But um, yeah, no, I just decided to not, um, to not date for another couple of years. <laughs> well, what do you, what do you even need to date for, right? You like to be alone. Uh, you're do. busy with school and comedy and uh you have a sugar daddy and you have a fuck buddy what what are what yeah. else do you need i don't know nothing right now like i'm content right now like i did think that maybe like a different level of intimacy and like more of a connection and i'm getting old like i'm going to be 42 this year i'm like do i need to find like a life partner now 
but that's also like my body is also saying like, bitch, you need to have a baby. So a lot of it is, I think like that biological sort of like, you're running out of time to do this stuff. And yeah. like, so do you want to have a baby? God, no. So then, yeah, what's the point of getting married? I mean, people that get well, married. not necessarily married. Like I don't need to get married, but I would like to have like, like a partner at some point in time. Do it after you get your PhD. Yeah, well, that's the way it's fucking looking. So <laughs> I feel like you get when you get to that level of uh, PhD stuff, you're gonna be in you're gonna be in classes or stuff around surrounding people who yeah. are, and you're gonna Ooh, change man. too. You're gonna be you're probably gonna be done at that point with uh, wanting uh, like the pseudo open relationship or whatever. Yeah, you're not gonna need a sugar daddy at that point. Yeah, well, I'm also trying to win the lottery, too. So we'll see how well that goes. I think it's a lot easier to find uh, uh, a deeper relationship, whatever that means. Than, than, than find the sugar. Yeah. <laughs> or win the lottery. Yeah, both, actually, probably. What about, like, you said musician, so uh, you're done with, you're not going to date another musician? No, no. Definitely no more artists, I think. Um, I think there could only be one artist in the relationship, and I am that person. So I need someone more grounded, I think, like with an office, like a nine-to-five job. Because without structure, I am a monster, especially during this quarantine. I have done a ridiculous amount of drugs, Paul. Oh, yeah. my God. So much, so many mushrooms, like a lot of mushrooms. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm here right now, to be honest. Uh, By yourself? Yeah. Okay. Microdosing. Oh yeah, I do all drugs by myself because I have a true fucking drug addict. Um, <laughs> well, I don't think mushrooms and uh, pot. Yeah, and the addict thing. No, I just start drinking at home though, which I normally don't do. And people are like, "You don't drink at home?" And I'm like, "No, I'm from Wisconsin. If you do that, that means you have a problem." When yeah. you're <laughs> but now I'm like, I never have to leave my apartment ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, quarantine changes a bunch of things in terms of what you drink and or what you do in terms of uh, mental health and and drug use. I can I can relate to that. <laughs> um, I started chewing tobacco during quarantine. Just to, what? I know. Oh, oh, I mean, well, I you used were to do it when I was younger. Yeah. Did you ever smoke cigarettes? I don't remember. Yeah, I, I smoked in the '90s. I quit in like '99. After law school, like, or yeah, after when I started becoming a lawyer, but I stopped. But that's when you quit. I tried chewing in high school. I remember because, like, I was a cheerleader, and like, and the football players, because we would yeah. come in, a couple of the cheerleaders would come out of the bathroom just reeking like a bonfire, and they just threw us a fucking tin of skull to be like, oh, yeah. you fucking morons. Be like, this way you could do it in school and not get caught. And I was like, yeah, but oh my God, that shit would make me so nauseous. Yeah. Well, that's dip is up here. I actually do like the chew, the red man. Like oh, yeah. Baseball oh, like the, players. Yeah. Oh, like the super stringy tobacco. Yeah, 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 yeah. That stuff is actually, I would think, be better because you do actually yeah. chew. Like you literally chew on it. So. You control the levels of intensity that you yeah. get from the uh, chaw. Unlike school. <laughs> school just, like, just you hits have to you. Or Copenhagen or whatever, Kodiak. Yeah. I did those did, in high school, yeah. They had, um, I really like, they had the little bandits, which was like, it came Skull with Skull bandits, little, yeah. Pouches. Yeah. And then that way it wouldn't get all in your teeth and stuff. That's, that's Wisconsin life for sure. 
absolutely. But you, okay, so you say you want to date office people, but you would never see each other. Their hours never coincide. If someone has a regular nine to five job, yes, I assume you're sleeping past nine o'clock in the mornings when you have shows and stuff. Are you you still wake up early? Uh, well, I have for the past two days. I actually went to bed before four a.m. So okay. thank you very much for that. And uh, I've been waking up at like. Well, even when I did perform, like my wake up time was always between like 9.30, Because I have a dog. So like I kind of like on her schedule when it comes with that stuff. But yeah, like you don't need to see each other all of the time. Right? Well, what is the, okay. So the next guy, not now, but in three years. Or a girl. It could be a girl girl. too. What was, have you had a long-term relationship with a girl? Uh, not since I was younger, since my 20s. Um, okay. Yeah, for some reason, I never had a lot of like solid relationships with women. They've always been more flings, I guess, yeah. than anything. Well, what, is the, what, are your, what are the things that draw you to a person, whether it's a man or a woman, that you're like, okay, I'm attracted to, whether it's a physical, physicality, or, or something that you need? to make it click. Is it always physical right away? No, no, definitely not. I mean, yeah, obviously there needs to be some um, physical attraction, but a lot of times it can be personality. Um, Main thing is is personality. Also, if they just could deal with me, (laughs) if they can can handle me, I'd be like, all right, well, maybe I'll keep you around for a little while. But then I like to test people too and be like, oh, you think you like me, do you? Well, let me see if we can fix that for you. Um, have there been situations where you like are dating people that you think is exactly what you want and then all of a sudden they're exa- like, what are the deal breakers where you're like, okay, this is, I can't do this. I keep finding a pattern. Do you find a pattern of guys who are, or girls who are like, this is toxic? Yeah, well, normally uh, the women tend to be um just as crazy as i am so that i'm like i can't deal with that what Uh, makes them crazy what's crazy to you well what do you what's the term um like over like a couple of the women that i dated were um like really jealous if i talked to other women okay Uh, like they were always like very insecure um the few women that i did date were always very insecure and that drove me nuts um so yeah, so that normally did that, like, like, cause they would do shit that like I have done to do. <laughs> I've never done it to women. I don't know why I've never done it to a woman, but like, um, like if, if I said I was going to one place and this is like before cell phones, really, uh, at least with this one particular relationship, be like, oh, I'm going to go to this bar. And then like, we went to that bar and it was shit. So we just ended up going to another bar. But then my girlfriend at the time, like, showed up at that bar and realized that like me and my friends weren't there and then like just freaked out. I was just like, one, you weren't invited to come with us in the first place. Right. Um, and we just switched bars, not like trying to avoid you kind of thing, but now <laughs> it's absolutely to fucking avoid you. <laughs> have you been, have you encountered any situations with uh, men or women who were like your fans of comedy or porn where they're just like, no i don't date fans well what about have you found out that you were dating someone and then they like they ended up being fans or no that's pretty easy to tell right away how's that (laughs) how do you know that 
Uh, well, because they'll know things, you know, they, they'll okay. make like, they'll say something a lot of times too, like they're, they'll be honest, be like, they'll say, because they think that that's something that I want to hear be like, Oh, I'm such a big fan of this. Or like, I had one dude actually tell me that he was a fan of me. Like when we first, like, it was the first time we slept together. I'm like, instantly, like my pussy was dry. I'm like, yeah, this is <laughs> the wrong way to tell me that. Yeah. Because, like, because he's followed me on social media, like, you know that I don't date or fuck fans. And now, just because we have a personal relationship doesn't yeah. change the fact that you're a fan. So now what you did was just lie and manipulate me into bed. And now I'm like, yeah, I ended up kicking him out of the apartment and everything. What is it that, what is it that bothers you about someone that, like, uh, is a fan? Uh, well, or is there levels of fans? Yeah. Okay. Well, oh. I mean, people like if, if I met somebody, you know, and then they hear I was in porn and then they checked it out because just out of curiosity or something like that, like I get that. But yeah, if they were a full on fan that was like, has been watching me, it's like, no, you're a fan. <laughs> like, yeah. Especially with porn, like you see me with a dick in my mouth and you already think that we have some type of relationship. Right. And we don't because I don't know who the fuck you are. You see me on social media, you see all this stuff and you think that you know me. And half the shit I post on social media isn't even close to who I really am. Right, you know right. what I mean? So like everyone keeps, they're like, you post a lot of subtweets. I'm like, I'm subtweeting my goddamn self. Like I'm yeah. not subtweeting anyone but myself. I'm like, I'm the one who needs to get her shit together. <laughs> right. These are just little notes for me to pay attention to what the fuck I am doing in my own behavior. Everyone else needs to worry about their own fucking behavior. I'm worried about mine. So if, if they're like a fan fan, I get that. And I, and I, and you said you're okay with like, if they look you up afterwards, like, okay, that's obviously acceptable. What if they're yeah. like, Oh, they're familiar with you. And, but they didn't know who you were when they met you. And then they're like, Oh yeah, I've seen your work. That's okay. They're not. Yeah, like well, yeah. Like it also depends on the person. If I'm, I'm attracted to them and like, how yeah like a trust yeah, thing there's definitely like a trust thing and it's on honestly it's by individual person because yeah. every person is different so i'm not just gonna lump all of them together but yeah there's for the most part it's a it's a no-go for me what about comedy what if they're a fan of your comedy the same thing oh then absolutely not even more so yeah. <laughs> i mean do you get do you still get after you do sets i know it's been a while since we've had shows but... <laughs> Do you, uh, do you still, people still come up after you, uh, trying to like get your number and get your information? Does it still happen or do people know um, not no. to? No, I mean, a lot of times, uh, well, the last couple performances that I had, people just, they come up and they're like, oh, you did a good job. Cause like, I don't do porn jokes all the time. You know right. what I mean? Like I have, so a lot of times they don't, they just think I'm a comic. Like they had no idea. That was where every once in a while, I'd be like, oh, I know, because they heard me on a podcast or, or, you know, they'd be like, oh, you're the porn star comedian or, you know, something like that. But no, for the most part, um, a lot of dude, like dudes in audiences, um, they'll, they'll say, be like, oh, you did great or whatever. Or they'll be like, oh, I loved your cream pie joke or something like that. But yeah. A lot of times, like, it's a lot different. Like, female comedy fans will totally try to hit on male comics, but, like, dudes never really hit on female comics because dudes um, don't like it when women are funnier than them. Yeah. So, no, we've yeah. talked about that. I think it happens. Yeah, you're right. I think it happens more with dudes than, yeah. 
being approached. But, yeah. I mean, I've had women come up and like hit on me. So yeah. yeah, so it's definitely more women hit on comics after a show than correct than um, than men. Right, right, right. Um, and have you had guys that are like intimidated by you, whether it's your comedy or your porn, where you're like, you, oh my you, god, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I got it. I mean, realistically, that's got to be intimidating for a guy, at least for the for for a guy. I can understand the comedy aspect of having yeah. a woman funnier than you, especially yeah. if you're not a comic and you're on stage. So that they're intimidated to approach you. But let's say they had the yeah. balls to do it, then they find out you were a porn star. Oh yeah, then it's uh, just a bunch of stuff. Uh, <laughs> how do you how do you address that with those guys? Like, are you just like, hey, listen, relax, or how do you? Oh, if they don't have the self esteem or courage, then I probably won't even acknowledge them. Like, no. <laughs> what if they have the self esteem, but they just don't have the the physical uh, uh, abilities? <laughs> So to speak. What do you mean? The well, I mean, like they have a small dick, or they're just not good in bed. I don't know. How do you? <laughs> well, then who's the no? Well, I mean, you also you got to understand it's got to. I mean, I would think it'd be intimidating. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to think. Of well, what, yeah, okay. So, how do you coach? Um, how do you coach them through that? Like, um, there's been like one or two that have been like real, like where where they were so nervous that they couldn't even get it up. And I'm like, okay, you are not mentally mature enough, emotionally right. mature enough to sleep with me then because you're still thinking about porn and you're a fucking moron. So right. yeah, no, I literally have kicked guys like that out of bed. Um, they have to be fucking men, basically. Yeah. Like, don't be a pussy little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, there's been a couple, and they're like, yeah, I understand. And this is just men in general, not necessarily even just me being in porn or being in comedy, yeah. but sometimes guys really like a girl and like they get really excited and may only last like 30 seconds. And that <laughs> happens too. And that like, I like that. I'm just like, okay, I get it. Like, we'll just wait, you know, five, 10 minutes and then we'll go again. And five, most 10 of the time, minutes? How old are these guys? Five, 10 minutes? <laughs> you mean like 40, 40 to 60 minutes, right? That's, <laughs> you meant two days, right? Come on. How old are these? Yeah. Oh my goodness, Paul, no. <laughs> Do you have like an age gap for dudes that you're dating in terms of like, you won't date certain age or or... Um, I tend to normally date guys that are a little bit older just for maturity reasons. Sure. Obviously, um, I try not to date older than like, like I think six years is a good, is a good like age difference. Sure. Um, I normally, like I'll fuck around with younger guys, um, but that's like, I don't know, date younger guys. And most of like, that's like my fan genre is like, that's all those fucking 20 something year olds. Um <laughs> So no, like the last dude I dated, that was another thing. He was fucking like 14 years older than me. I'm like, okay. he's emotionally mature. I was, no, no, he was not. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Do you, uh, but, do you do any of the apps or anything? Like, do you? No. You, okay. No, I've tried, like, I've been on Tinder. Like, I've been on them a couple of times. Like, the first time I signed up for Tinder, I was going to have, like, two accounts. I was going to have, like, porn star Aaliyah account and then like regular regular Aaliyah account and just see like the difference in messaging and stuff like that 
but someone found out who I was within like the first hour of me being on, on Tinder. So I was like, all right, well that experiment's over. So yeah, a lot of times that I have been on the apps, like people have yeah. known who I am within like a day or two. And I'm like, all right, well that was that. So I'd much rather, I'm old fashioned. I want to meet people in person. That's just the way it's got to be for me. Well, that's, that's what every woman says, but then there's so many women that are so mean to guys when they have the balls to go up to a woman <laughs> at a bar. Like, I mean, it's just, it's well, a, yeah, because a lot of guys going up to women, they're going up to women way out of their fucking leagues. Okay. And like, I've had dudes at the Grizzly Pear um, come up to me and, and like do things like try to put their arm around me when I don't know who this person is. It's like, why are you fucking touching me? So yeah. it's like, they're starting off right away just completely wrong like if you know how to hit on a woman in a bar there's going to be more chances that i'm at least going to acknowledge your existence but because like you have to understand too like i grew up in bars and right. stuff so like uh, for wisconsin me, there's a bar uh, was, in every corner it's literally on every corner um so i was just raised like i just see things differently and yes the guys have been able to pick me up from bars it's not as hard as um as I'm making it sound, you just have to have some game. And unfortunately, a lot of dudes, especially younger ones, are stupid. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, then you got to like tell I them. told dudes, yeah, I literally tell them like, no, the way, and I'll even tell them I'm like, the way you approached me was wrong. I'm like, this is how you do it. I'm like, go try it on somebody else now. You know? Well, I, I mean, back in the day, I, that's the only way I met people, women mm -hmm. in bars, was to just go up to. I mean, every girlfriend I had, I met at a bar with yeah. me saying some stupid come up not disrespectful but just being like yeah. trying to be funny but yeah. i tried to do that recently and not even hitting on people but just you know i was out with my friends who are all married we're just like let's just talk to people meet new people we're done we already caught up and these women yeah. like we weren't like disrespectful they're just like um we're just trying to have a conversation between us like please leave us alone i'm like okay sorry like sorry yeah like, I wasn't, well I wasn't i've had that happen too like yeah. i'll be like me and my girl like we were in a deep conversation like you could right. tell that we were in a deep conversation and this dude just comes up it's like hey excuse me and i'm like what the fuck like that's the thing is that dudes think that they could come up to women whenever the fuck right. they want and just talk so if you see a group of women and they're talking amongst themselves leave them the fuck alone because they right. want to talk amongst themselves you'll see a group of women if they want dudes to come up to them they will be looking around for dudes to make eye contact with yeah. a lot of times some girls i know this may be weird guys but they just want to hang out with the girls and not be right. fucking hit on they just want to get drunk and do fucking chick shit while you guys are just thinking about where you want to stick your dick for the night right and that's social cues too like look <laughs> yeah girls are like having an in-depth conversation you don't go up there. I get that. So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you so. got to tell, but at the same time, you, as you said earlier, you, you can't be a pussy little bitch. So. Yes. Yes. Don't be a pussy <laughs> Find little bitch. Find that line. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very thin line. <laughs> well, Aaliyah, it's always a pleasure to talk I to you. I miss you so much. I know. I'm glad that we, we've been talking over the quarantine. So it's been fun yeah. to see you, your, your face and see you're doing well. Um, same. And uh, where can people find out more about you and uh, your social oh, media? Oh, God. Um, yeah. So they don't really, ha I mean, you may find me on a rooftop somewhere in fucking Brooklyn this right. summer. So that's probably about it. Um, you can follow me on social media, the Aaliyah Janine on Twitter, Aaliyah.Janine on Instagram. And I have a website where you can find out uh, where I normally have my schedule and like my bio and stuff, uh, AaliyahJanine.com. 
Thank you so much, Lee. I really, really appreciate you coming back on. We'll have to have yes. you back on in two years and see what's, what else has changed. Well, hopefully the podcast will be done by then. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't think this would be, we're over 200 episodes now. I'm like, why? The That's fuck? awesome though. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. But okay. I don't know. Well, thank you so much, Leah. Thank you all for watching and listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. I'm Paul Farvar. Have a good one. But I'm still